Hello, everyone. My name is Kina Newell. I'm a financial coach and I work with professional women and solopreneurs to create new possibilities with their money. If you are tuning in right now, you are joining me for Money Files. So welcome. So you can consider this like a bonus episode in the sense that I've been talking just about personal finances, but today I'm actually going to introduce you to Brooke. Brooke is a client that I worked with with her business finances. So we were able to work together to help her be in control and create new possibilities with her business finances. So it's another unique perspective on how you can create new possibilities with your money. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I am sharing a candid conversation with Brooke. Brooke and I worked together several months ago to create new possibilities with her business finances. So Brooke, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. Like Kina said, my name is Brooke Lockett, and I am a certified faster way to fat loss coach. And I'm also the host of RSVP Radio with Brooke podcast and also do a little event work. And I am a mom of one, soon to be two. She's two, multiple child. <laughs> um, so busy and about to get busier. And I work from home and kind of have the best of both worlds, getting to stay with my little one two days a week and then work, work, work the other three. And yeah, I just, saw a need in my business after having it for about two years now, a little over that, that I needed to get my mind right when it came to knowing what money was coming in and going out. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm excited to talk to Brooke today because I feel like I talk a lot about personal finances and I love talking about business finances as well and wanted to lean in here and have you give like a candid account of one, why we started working together. And I think any of the business owners that are listening is just thinking about, I know I started my business because I wanted some type of like freedom and flexibility, but the like very reason that we start our business for this freedom and flexibility is like our finances end up holding us back, whether that be like the ebbs and flows of money coming in, which before we got started, we were talking about like, oh, we started before the pandemic and then like weekend. (laughs) Hey, pandemic. <laughs> hey, COVID. <laughs> How is Literally, I feel like our second call, we just, just kind of like went, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, it was just a bunch of random conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was our second call and I was kind of like, Hey Brooke. So I want to check in. What do you, <laughs> what's happening? And, and I think the thing that's also unique as like Brooke and I worked with her, business finances, but we also checked on like her family's like personal finances. Cause then like, what, what is the purpose for your business as it relates to like serving you and what you enjoy doing, but also like, does it play a role in serving like your family's needs? So if you just want to dive in and tell us where were you when we like first started working together? Yeah. And just like give listeners, you know, a little bit of a background. I I consider myself a pretty savvy and smart individual, but when it comes to anything number related, your girl can't hang. And I always sh- I shy away from anything number related, especially into my and our personal finances. Like I kind of just put my hands up in the air because my husband, he is very fanatical about that. <laughs> and he, not that he's like the quintessential like pocket pincher, but he, he knows what's going on. He knows exactly what's coming in, what's going out, what bills are coming up. I mean, he's on it. So I've just kind of always stood back and be like, he's got it. I'm good. I don't need to be in that. But becoming a business owner changes your perspective a little bit. And after you like get into it and there's actual money coming in, I felt like I was at a point where it felt chaotic to me. I felt like 
I have multiple sources of income in terms of like the way that it comes in, right? Which is a big thing that you and I talked about. Like I'm getting paid from this vendor, but then I also get paid in this way. And the way that it hits my bank account is different. And so we talked through all those things, but I felt like those things were coming in and I had no reign over how I was distributing that money or I didn't have a a good handle at knowing like, do I have enough of this type of money set aside to hire a business coach or hire someone to manage social media or hire a finance person? I, I didn't know how to make those educated decisions because I had no process, no system set in place. And I was just, I always say like willy nilly, like paying myself random amounts, <laughs> random times. There was no rhyme to my reason. And so I really felt like I didn't have a plan of action at all when it came with to my expenses themselves or what to do with my income. And I just couldn't make those really informed business decisions that I felt like I was at a point to make at that point, which made me feel really incompetent as a business owner. And if anybody that's listening knows anything about the Enneagram, I'm Enneagram three. And it's like our worst fear is to feel incompetent. I I did not like that. (laughs) Yeah. I did not like that. So that's kind of where we were when we started our crazy journey. And then COVID hit. And then COVID. <laughs> Thinking back to our first call, and then also just like there was that check in there. But I heard you talk about like your expenses and income. Like there's things coming in from multiple sources, and you were paying yourself willy nilly. But how how did the work our work together within the first few calls like reshape how you were thinking about money as a business owner? Yeah, I think COVID happened within our second call, and we kind of like. My, to give a little bit more background, my husband's in the hospitality industry, right? So it was hit very hard and I'm on one side of the business in events. So mine, thankfully, at first I know that we had a couple calls where I was like, I don't know if this is happening. I don't know if this is happening in terms of the different scenarios, but it got to a point where I didn't really take a hit. I just, I just kind of took small amounts over a longer period of time, which worked out. But for him, you know, he took a 20% pay cut. And thankfully we were blessed in the fact that he got to stay on during, it wasn't furloughed like the rest of his team, but we kind of had to come up with scenarios of like, this is what we're comfortable doing right now. Like how we want to, how I want to be able to provide for us in a way, what I'm willing to pay myself right now. And then if we need to adjust those things, we can't, I remember we had like different tabs in my spreadsheet that were like COVID option, (laughs) non COVID option. So we kind of worked through those things, but to kind of go back to one of the things you said earlier, one of the parts that I really liked about us working together in the beginning is what you said, blending kind of a little bit of personal finance with business finance, because I had never sat, I mean, I had sat a little bit and talked and thought about this, but really thinking through what, like, what is, of course I built the business to serve other people because I'm in service-based industries and to ride that freedom for myself, not working in a nine to five environment and for myself and set my own hours and all of that. But also like, like we want to be able to give back money to our church. We want to be able to, so talking through those goals for our family, I feel like really helped to like set the tone for how we were working together and how we were setting money aside. So when all the COVID things happened, I think we at least had a good foothold to know, let's do this with your money so that A, you're okay with everything going on and B, you're still able to, in some ways, do the things that are your main goal. So I think for me, I was overwhelmed at first because like I said, I had zero process in place. There was, there was nothing happening. So like 
you are a Excel extraordinaire. And so <laughs> when you like presented me with all these things, I'm like, A, I'm overwhelmed, but B, I'm super impressed because I think once I do this, once I get in there and start messing with things, I'm going to, I'm going to like this process because also in Ingram three, I love a to do. And I love having something kind of black and white in front of me to help me and guide me along. And one of the big things I think that I took from having that guidance in that process was A, I felt more confident, but B, I felt like I could make, I remember you saying, you know, I used to make decisions just looking online at my bank account. Like Mm -hmm. I had no way to know what that money sitting in my bank account was actually doing or going for. Whereas looking at it from a spreadsheet where there's a bunch of things kind of crunched out, making decisions from that standpoint, I feel like really helped me because I don't rely on just what's going on in the bank. I know exactly what's going on from, from what I have in front of me. So that was a lot, but I feel like going into COVID, it made me like even more laser focused to understand this stuff so that I could make better decisions because we had to, there was really no time to waste. (laughs) And I think to your point of like decision-making, I know a couple of the numbers that we ran we're going back and looking at like, on average, how much are you really making per month, right? One of the, I think the biggest point pain points that a lot of business owners face is like the fluctuations. And for you, it was like, oh yeah, I have this event planning that I do, but I don't get paid for event planning throughout the year. So we had even talked about, yeah, I take this paycheck that I get from my event planning and it just all goes over to the family. And so I was like, well, is that what you desire? for that money to be used for, do you want to like be thinking differently so that in the summer, when you don't have that event planning, that your family is not relying on the like $3,000 or I can't even remember whatever it was that you're like pushing over to that family account. So we were really able to take a step back to say like, how much are you bringing in on average? So we can account for those ebbs and flows that every single business owner faces. And during the pandemic, like I'm sure a number of business owners can relate to this. There was even more like, whoa, hold on. I was used to generating this much income in my business. But when you don't have a handle on your numbers, you're, you're not really sure where do I, where do I pivot? How do I make those like informed decisions? Right. And I think, like you said, you know, we kind of looked at what I was actually making, like with all my sources of income plus the expenses that I currently had and how that kind of flushed out for each month. And I don't think I'd ever even done that. Like, I I mean, until tax time. So I had no basis to know, did I have a good April? I don't know. Like, I I, I, I don't know. Um, Yeah. 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 But actually, ironically enough, I had a great April. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think just having that insight as silly as it seems and as like first step as it seems, just having it out in there in front of me was super helpful. Can you tell us more about that first step of going through like your expenses? Yeah. I feel like the expenses were, is the harder thing for me because I feel like it takes more of the math brain that I don't have. But I think going through our the expenses and realizing what is absolutely necessary, like going through that exercise of like highlighting whether it be green, yellow, or red, knowing this is one I'm for sure keeping. It's no brainer. It has to be there. And then going through and saying, okay, let's go back and reevaluate if it's a yellow. I don't know if I should keep this or I shouldn't. It's something that I should look at. And then a red, it's that subscription that you never canceled or (laughs) something that you're like, oh yeah, I needed to get rid of that. Or it's just something that seems really big now that everything is laid out in front of you in one spot. And you're like, 
ooh, I could probably do be doing a lot better if I didn't have that on there. So I think that was really helpful and and eye opening because one of my like biggest expenses, I, I mean, I actually ended up getting rid of, but added something else similar on there, but long story. (laughs) Anyway, it just gave me a little bit more confidence to know, to get to my end goals. Where do I need to keep things going? Where do I need to take a pause? So that process was really good. And then kind of going through that each month, like having set times where I go through and say, okay, what's been in, what hasn't, are there weird things happening within my bank account? There were weird things about a month ago. I had to call, I had like five fraudulent charges and how to get a new card. And if I weren't on top of things as I am now, probably wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have even crossed my radar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I want to go back to something you said where you, you said you traded out one of your business expenses and how has like, so we created a spending plan for the expenses within Brooks business. And we really based it off of like having several buckets of money, which you can speak to at some point, like we were saving money for taxes we're saving money for like savings within her business and being able to pay herself. And then also having operating expenses. And all of that was based at us looking at like her historical numbers as a business owner, but then also we were able to kind of like project out some possible income scenarios for the upcoming months. And based off of that, we said like, here's the percentage that we want to stay within in terms of our business expenses. This process gives business owners, like if you know that you're investing in something, you're able to kind of like narrow down why you want to invest in it and what is like my return on investment. So how like has had having a spending plan just helps you think critically about the things that you want to say yes to, or not right now to, or no, 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 this is a real for real. Yes. (laughs) As a business owner. Yeah. I think it's helped like legitimize some decisions too, because for instance, I knew that I was taking that larger expense off and adding a similarly large expense back on, but I felt like with other things that I had saved for knowing that they weren't going to happen this year, I could, I could take some money off of that. Right. And I knew that I had already been, I've already been accumulating money, putting money aside per se for expenses that will come up later in the year. So I felt like I could rationalize honestly to my husband (laughs) because he is so money minded and really driven on ROI and he's in sales. Like that's, that's what, how he thinks. So I think being able to really think through that by looking at my spreadsheet and saying, okay, I really think that this is going to be doable. And I think that the return is going to, is really going to be worth it investing in this now, but I don't think I've been able to say it would have just been a gut decision, which is fine. They're great. But Mm -hmm. like having that little bit of backup and reassurance, I felt like gave me the okay to invest in myself because I mean, let's be honest, like you, you have to do that at some point, right. In your business. Yeah. Like you have to do the things that you think and feel are really going to push you to the, to the next spot you want to be in mindfully. I don't have a ton of debt on my, my business credit card, but we set up a plan for me to be able to take chunks out of that and pay it off in chunks. And I think knowing that I had a plan set up for that helped me to make that decision as well. Same thing. I had to get a stupid new cell phone <laughs> and I didn't want a monthly payment for it. I, Cause I, d- I didn't want to have to get back into being kind of in that debt. So again, looked at things on my side of things and said, I'm just going to buy this outright as a business expense because mm-hmm. I use it all the time for, for work. And so I think just having that reassurance that you're pulling information from a good place and you're on top of it, 
helps make those informed decisions because looking back to like how I was managing things before, again, I think it would have just been some knee-jerk gut reaction and I could have been in a completely different spot as what I was holding within those accounts that you were talking about than I am now. I, I would have all had it in one big lump sum. <laughs> no um, yeah. So I, I think it's just helped me be more informed and, and be okay with investing my own self because I have some backup information. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I think that that's the same thing it provides me as a business owner as well. Like I make some gutsy decisions where I'm like, yep, I'm going to invest in this business coach because there's going to be this return on investment, but it's a calculated risk, right? which like I would invite listeners to like know that you, I think you can make calculated risk as a totally. business owner and how you're spending money and being able to make plans. One of the questions I get a lot is like, well, how can I invest in my business and well, you'll know how to invest in your business and and do that $20,000 mastermind or pay for the coach, whatever that looks like when you actually know your numbers and you're able to intentionally say, oh, I got this because I know my numbers. Yeah. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg didn't take a risk or gutsy. I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, I, I think every business owner has to do that at some point. Well, what would you say in the last couple of months, how would you speak to having a plan knowing that you're like having bi-monthly money dates with yourself, how is that kind of helping you manage the ebbs and flows of payment within your business or like income within your business? Yeah, I've set up, my husband said the other day, I've set up automatic payments to myself based on like what we decided was a good number. And I pay myself twice a month and he just goes right into our bank account. And he's like, oh, I saw that go in and it's just so nice. It just kind of happens. And <laughs> Like I said before, it was so hit or miss. You'd be like, did you move that over? Are you going to just created chaos? So having that set time is really good. I just make it a habit now. I think it's because I'm a list person in general. It works for me too, because I just know that when I'm getting close to the 15th or if I'm getting close to the 30th, it's not a perfect science, but if I've got time and I know that it's on my calendar that week, then I will go in and just go ahead and start, start putting some things. And I put notes for myself. If something hasn't actually completed and I still haven't transferred it to the correct bank account, then I put a note or I highlight it and I say, okay, I'm going to go back to this knowing that once it hits my bank account, then I'll transfer the correct money in the correct spots. But I kind of like oddly look forward to the end of the month when I like pay a little bit towards the credit card and I kind of like shore everything up for the month and kind of see where we were. And it's like this weird little satisfaction. I don't know. (laughs) So I, I really like having that front of mind because I feel like it was sneak, it was sneaking up on me before. And the only time that I really not like fully analyze, cause I don't, I don't like analyze things as they come in. I just kind of go through them. But I think the only time I was even looking at anything was close to tax time. And I just did not feel informed. I felt like I, everything was sneaking up on me. And uh, now I feel like I'm in control and I'm at the front end of things happening, which is a much better way to feel. Mm-hmm. How is like having a spending plan and just knowing your numbers, how has that helped you set like income goals? Yeah, I think especially this is going to be a perfect time because, you know, we were talking about the event money that I don't always have year round. Well, the event that I typically work on usually actualizes in May. Clearly that didn't happen. Thanks COVID. (laughs) It just actualized last weekend. So this will be my last month of getting that extended payment. So then It'll be a smaller gap this year between this and the next because it'll really only be two months off, but it'll be a good trial run to know in the months where that isn't coming in where we are and how we've set things up. But I think having that 
that spinning plan I can see that month over month, am I still at the target that I think I'm going to be at for my fast array VIP clients? Am I still at the the place I was going to act? My goals are for my new clients that are coming in. I think I'm, I'm actually better able to project those numbers than I was before because I can look back at what happened months prior. And I just think it gives me a lot of good historical data to be able to do that. But yeah, and I think like little things, I just am more cognizant of, I haven't been doing as many just random little purchases that I would have done before. The $99 courses. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like I'm not, I'm just not doing them. And I just think I don't really, I don't really need that right now. Like we'll, we'll, we'll table it. You know, I just, I feel like it's made me a more mature business owner. I'm sure a lot of people could say if they're in a similar spot. And I think I'm over the $99 courses as well. I think it makes you be like, no, I actually want to just pay for the service for somebody to just do it. It And and because I know where it can come from, I don't need the like $99 silver bullet that I'm never going to watch and it's going to get dust on it. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to actually implement it. So I think that's really cool. So how does it also feel to be paying yourself consistently, like a consistent amount? I know you said your husband was pretty impressed that the same amount is coming in. Yeah. Yeah. No, it feels good. It feels good just to have consistency. Like I'm all about, I mean, I'm especially right now, like I'm all about consistency, right? Or, or feeling like we're in control of something. And that is one piece of it that just, I just know that it's coming out. And I feel like before when I would go to pay myself, I would, because it was so random and all over the place, I would almost feel like, like I tense up in my stomach. Cause then I'd be like, okay, well, where's that, where's that going to leave me until, cause I only got that big chunk of payment, you know, monthly. Mm-hmm. I was taking that big amount and moving it. And so then I thought, okay, I feel like I'm nervous for like the whole next month because like, I don't know what's going to come in. I don't know. Like I had no, no oversight whatsoever. So knowing now that I can look in my accounts and feel absolutely comfortable because it's coming out in two different waves and it's not near as big of a chunk, but it's still substantial for what we need right now. The goal is to always make that a little bit more and, and to see how I can do the things on my side of things to help my business in general get more traction so that I can get to that point. But it feels good just to have that consistency and confidence and knowing that it's there and I don't have to worry about what's going on in the other accounts because I know that they're set up to run effectively. And I know one of the things we talked about was like where you wanted your business to go in terms of serving you financially. And when you know what your numbers are and how they're serving you, then I feel like it gives you a better, like a bigger push to like raise your prices or totally. nope, I got to get... I'm going for six clients this month, whatever that may right. be in your, in your circumstance, because you know exactly how the revenue is going to feed and drive your other goals, right? Like I'm going to be able to invest more in my business expenses. I'm happily going to pay my taxes right? And, and I get to pay myself, right? So I think about what like it, just kind of the mindset shifts that happen for business owners, when you do have control of your finances and you're not just living in this constant state of like, as you said, willy nilly, like, yeah, "Yeah, I get some money. And I I mean, I know I pay my personal bills, but I'm not necessarily sure how that happens each month. And it's just like, when I see, oops, my personal account slow, I'm going to shift some money over versus being able to have that gratification of, 
I get paid on the 15th and 30th. Thank you, business. Right. <laughs> That's what you do for me. It's like a hamster wheel. Like, yeah. like, it would be, it's like, it, I felt like I was always like shifting and moving and like trying to like make sure this was okay over here, but then jumping to this side, trying to make sure that it, it just, it took away a lot of stress and just knowing that there's a plan in place. And I know should plan need to change. Mm-hmm. I've got some options. I talk a lot about money dates for personal and business finances. So if you'll like dive in and kind of give us the behind the scenes, like what does that mean to have a money date with yourself? And then just, even, I, I know you've alluded to it already, but so it's all in one segment of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that created for you? Yeah, I think too, it's important for me to point out, I am by no means like perfect at this process. Like I'm sure I still screw up the expense per sheet. Like, like <laughs> I'm 100% sure that I do, but I know that I at least have a good handle. So like nothing's going to fly out at me. You know, I, I know that I've got a good handle and, and I've got a good process going. So I don't want people to think, oh, she's like this wizard at numbers now. I'm, no, I don't think if someone's just not naturally gifted like Kina is, this just ain't going to happen. <laughs> but I, I have a good system set up for what works for me. So what I do may not work for everyone else. You Like with anything in life, you got to find what works for you. But yeah, I just have, I have the two money dates. I took the same you know concept and I put them on my calendar. And again, sometimes I, they're near the 15th and near the 30th, whatever seems to work for me whenever I'm free. And, you know, sometimes I put them on my calendar, but then I know, okay, I've got time on Tuesday instead of Thursday. I'm going to go ahead and do it now because honestly, for me, I quote unquote, enjoy it, you know, but I do just want to like get it off my list. So, so like anything else, I queen of the check off the list. So anyway, I, that's how I kind of approach the time doing it. But I pull up Brooks financial spreadsheet, the first thing that you name. And I also pull up my bank account and I will, especially the one in the middle of the month, as I alluded to before, for me, I have different streams of income coming in. So they're coming in from different sources. So I need to see what is cleared from the last time that I was in here. What is cleared that that it's in there that I can go ahead and transfer over into our separate accounts. So I'll mention the accounts really quick as I'm talking about that, but we separated my accounts out into like an expense account, taxes, profit account, and compensation. So what I'm paying myself from. So we kind of establish some percentages that go along with that. So then I have a column in my spreadsheet that once I put in the amount of whatever incomes come in, then I just say, okay, this percentage of that is going to this account. And then I just do that for all four. So if I'm able to go ahead and transfer it then and there, great. If I need to wait and wait till it hits my bank account, then I highlight it and I know that I'm at least going to go back to it on the 30th. I may get a little overzealous and antsy and get to it before that and go ahead and transfer it. But then I make notes for myself just to know like where I'm at. So that's what I do on the 15th. And then I also look at the first half of the month on my expenses in my actual online bank account and see some of those monthly expenses, have they come out. So like a social media scheduling tool or email marketing platform or my faster way VIP membership, anything like that. I see what's come out and I kind of zero that out so that I know, yep, that's hit, that's hit, that's hit. And that's all I really do for the middle of the month. And then at the end of the month, same rules apply. But then I also I talked about earlier, my credit card. So we've kind of set some money aside and a percentage aside to pay for, to start making payments towards that. And so I make sure I get that done. So that's like added bonus step. But then I also just make sure that everything else has that has exited my account as far as expenses go and see if there's any discrepancies anywhere. Ipso facto, somebody's <laughs> hacked into your account. Um, so that's how you find those things. But 
yeah, so that, I mean, it's nothing complicated. It's any, like anything else. I felt like once I got it down of what I needed to do, I'm a very good student. So once I know what I need to do, <laughs> then I'm able to just get in there and execute. So then it takes me all of like maybe 15 minutes. I mean, super quick, which I can also appreciate for my efficiency mindset. Did I miss anything? No, I don't think you did. I think you did a fabulous job, but I hope anyone who's listening, who's scared to touch numbers in their business knows, right? Like it doesn't have to be really complicated and what, think about the results that it's going to create for you to do more of the things that you love as a business owner. I mean, I get to talk about numbers all the time, which I love, Right. but if you are coaching people and weight loss or life or whatever it is, if you dedicate 30 minutes to your finances a month, what else does that get to? What other results does that create in your life so that you can show up as a business owner and that your business can serve you for the reason that you actually created your business? So, yeah. And I feel like it used to take me, I mean, what I clearly didn't do all this, but I was doing less and it took me more time before just to like find things and go like go for things and try and figure out where things came from. And and I should probably add, like, I also manage my, cause I use QuickBooks as far as like my, um, keeping. like invoicing tool and book, book, yeah, bookkeeping. So I, I also reconcile that at the same time, which usually is very quick cause I save all my receipts, but I do all that together so that it's not like looming over my head at different times that I need to do one and then the other. That's actually a great question that I would love to hear your reflection on, because I tell people all the time, I am not an accountant. Right. And I'm not a bookkeeper. So how would you say like investing in a financial coach has supported you in managing numbers in your business to help people understand what's the difference between going in QuickBooks and categorizing your expenses or filing your taxes? <laughs> yeah, I think we're lucky. We've, we've had a family tax guy for a long time that we've used just for personal taxes too. So when it came time to do business ones, <laughs> he's been really, really good. He kind of just takes it and goes. So we've been lucky in that regard. But well, A, I don't know that I even knew the difference when I first started. Like I thought it was all kind of one thing, but I would say that for someone that sounds like me, if what I, what you're hearing sounds like you <laughs> and you like have a business and you feel really savvy about all the things except the numbers and you just are like, no, and make up every excuse not to touch it. But then you come to a point where you're like, okay, there's no excuse anymore. Like I got to know my numbers. I feel like with what Kina does is a good place to start because it like takes you to your foundation, right? What's your why? Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you wanting to make money? Why, why, what do you want to do with it? Because then once you have that down, I feel like if you need to take it a step further and have that type of coach that is more of a bookkeeper and more accountant savvy, then maybe you go to that next step. Like that's like the graduated level, right? But I, I think I was, I was already doing QuickBooks like prior to this and I was pretty good at like categorizing for the most part. And after going through a first round of taxes the first year, knowing how I needed to code things differently kind of helped me. So I feel like that side of things I'm pretty good on. I'm sure it could be more thorough, but I, I think having the, now I went backwards, right? So I, I, I think having the, the first step down now just makes me more, I don't know, in control of when it comes time. And my husband who already knows all the things is like, okay, let's do your taxes. I'm like, great, here you go. Because I already got the basics down now too. So 
<laughs> and I would also add that on the financial coaching side, it is making sure that you're able to pay yourself consistently. Like just because you can categorize your expenses with QuickBooks or you have a bookkeeper that can categorize them, they're not helping you think thoughtfully through, okay, let me see what expenses I want to keep, revisit, or cancel. How do I make sure that I'm investing in my business in a way that helps me like increase my income overall? but I can pay myself consistently. I can save for taxes. I can also build up savings within my account. I can manage like the ebbs and flows. And then one thing we talked about for you, Brooke, was like, let's work towards having three months of your salary set aside in your compensation account. Let's work towards three months at least of like your business expenses. So when you do have a month that like doesn't look exactly like you want it to, you're not going to be panicked because you know that you've like prepared for that moment. And that's not something that you're going to get handing over taxes, quarterly taxes or like April 15th or, or in QuickBooks. Like there, that's not the type of investigating into your numbers that you're actually going to be doing. So. Yeah. I feel like one, like the tax side and the QuickBooks side is more just like objective. Like this is what it is. Whereas like what you do and like the overall picture is just more subjective to like your circumstances and like how you're wanting things to run. So Mm -hmm. it's two different camps. Yeah. I I realize that I have to like, I always want to make sure that I'm explaining that for for folks. Cause I do remember when you started talking to me and I was like, okay, let's Uh be clear. I'm not a keeper and I'm not an accountant. (laughs) But like, see, I didn't even know the foundation. So like, I didn't even know that there wasn't, you know, no difference. (laughs) Yeah. Well, is there anything that I should have asked you, but I didn't ask you? No, I don't think so. I think if I could just like give one piece of advice that kind of like sums up everything that I've already said so far, I think I would encourage anyone to, if they own a business and like I said, if this resonates with them at all to like seriously take control of what you have going on because you own your own business. So you got to own every piece of it. Like I, you don't know that until you get further into it. But I think just knowing that like, it's important that you understand at least every piece of it is, is really important. And it can be scary, right? Because like you, like I said, I'm an Enneagram three and I don't like when I'm not the smartest person in the room, but we all have room for growth, right? Like, and this is just another area. And it was, it's hard for me. Like I have a business coach now and she literally doesn't even say anything like bad, but if she just like questions something I do, it's like the little child in me doesn't like, I don't like not being right or not knowing, but we don't know what we don't know. So I would just encourage anyone who, who has felt that way and is in that same boat now, like just to make sure that they, they just try, they just try to understand a little bit more, but you gotta be mentally ready to do it. Like I was at the point where I I had already like ignored it for so long that I thought, okay, not that it was in a bad spot. I just wanted, I knew that I needed to understand it better, but you got to be mentally ready to do that too. Because I mean, there's some, there's a learning curve, but then once you get there, like I said, 30 minutes over the course of a month and I have no stress over it. (laughs) So I think that's worth every penny. Awesome. Thank you so much. So if you're listening and you desire to create new possibilities with your money and you want that freedom and flexibility that you actually created your business for, I'd encourage you to schedule a call. You can go to wealthovernow.com or you can start following me on Instagram at wealthovernow. So thank you again for listening and we will chat soon. 
I just love it that you made it to the end of this episode of Money Files. I hope some part of today's story resonated with you and showed you the power of coaching. Today, I'm inviting you to take the first step and book a one-to-one call with me. We'll discuss what you're hoping to achieve with your money, where you need support, and how I can help you reach your financial goals faster than you ever could alone. Go to www.wealthovernow.com and book a call. Once again, my name is Kina and thank you again for joining me. Also, stay tuned for the next episode.